Welcome to the Let It Bleed podcast, a place where you can hear the liquor-fueled ramblings of two narcissistic wizards who conjure the essence of inspirational people every week and bring it straight to you. Just how do you plan on doing that? Magic. Motherfucker. No, have you seen... Now for the wizards themselves, David Amaya and Phil Arroyo. Woody Harrelson is not the same He's in every movie. He's, he's kind of the same in every movie. You know what? He's badass in every movie. I mean... He makes I'm, every movie that he's in a little bit better. I mean, can you give me like two movies where he is drastically different and you have four seconds to answer? Okay, four, Behind the Furnace or what's three. that Beyond the Furnace? The one with the fucking... Uh, I forget the name of it. He's really good. Okay. Eh. And... No, it's true. <laughs> What's his name? The the. I'm just saying, there probably is an answer to that. Beyond the Furnace, like, it's not... and then Kingpin. Boom! Two vastly different movies. I've never seen or Beyond the Furnace. White Man Can't Jump and fucking Natural Born Killers. Two oh, very okay. Natural Born Killers. Opposing. Okay. I gotta give you that one. Yeah. Yeah. And in what's it called? Uh, 2013. Was that the the one or no? 2012. 2012. How do you with, with fucking where he was? <laughs> that was terrible, <laughs> terrible part. He's like waiting for fucking uh, Yellowstone like, to yeah, erupt you know right movie, there. Yeah, Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, what was it called? <laughs> Two thousand. Yeah. Oh, oh, that 12. one. Yeah, no, yeah, where he was like a. We like we put that on for whatever reason because uh, we couldn't figure out which one was like the day after tomorrow, which one was like 2012. And both the same terrible shitty ass movie. Oh yeah, it was garbage. I forgot he was in that as like some. I mean, like, I feel like he wasn't even, like, playing a character. He was just, like, some weird he stoner, was, like, out in the woods. Kind of. He was basically one of those doomsday, like, uh, you know, Armageddon-type uh, prophecy uh, people that would go and just spew a bunch of shit. And he was, like, waiting um, at Yellowstone when it, like, erupted. Because that was one of the things that was, like, the natural disaster that, of course, yeah, we're just going to throw the fucking, you know, super volcano eruption in there and have John Cusack drive a limo out of there and somehow fucking well, I mean, like make it out of there in this limo. Like, you know, triple X status when he's like snowboarding down the fucking snow ass mountain and like you got the fucking avalanches basically over him. And then you see a second like later and he's like 20 feet behind him still. And you're like, all right, come on, triple H what's going on. Uh, there's, the there's a pretty, there's a scene where they just like, they straight up murder a grandma in 2012. I don't even remember this. It's like when the street, all start like <laughs> popping up and it's like this weird like there's this weird comic element to it where it's like this wacky like whoa what's going on i'm old and i can't drive and then she just fucking like just just gets obliterated by like a, a thing after we've like we've seen her she had like a line we got to know this grandma like yeah. we looked into we looked into her eyes and she looked back yeah and then they just fucking crunched her well, against serves the that fucking grandma right for being you know the wrong place in the wrong the time in the wrong movie I don't know, man. They're still making those movies. Like I saw one just recently that was done a couple years ago. I think it was called San Andreas or whatever, and it was with The Rock. And then I just saw one of these seven yeah. uh, Rock movies where he's in a skyscraper that's on fire. There's a new one coming out. I know. I just it's saw the trailer. Skyscraper. And, yeah. I just watched Rampage. Yeah. San Andreas. Yeah, yes, exactly. Fast and the Furious Eight. Like he, he just. He's always in fucked up skyscrapers, man. What is going on with That's that? That's his niche. How does one do that many bad movies based on the same fucking thing I in mean, a row? Well, I mean, he's like the, you know, he's a, he's this generation's like Schwarzenegger. And in a way, I feel like, you know, in the way that I look back and watch like Running Man or something like that. I'm like, wow, this he, is a yeah absolutely terrible movie, but I love every goddamn second of it. He should like, do more voiceover shit. 
Because when he was in the Maui and, and Moana, so? I thought he was great, and I liked that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah, I just I think discovered it, that movie, and that yeah, was my he new did, Disney he did good. favorite. <laughs> I guess I like it was like the I don't know. I thought the singing kind of like left a little bit there, but that's with that's with a lot of them. You well, know? Like when he's trying to be funny, like the Rundown was a great movie. Oh, the Rundown was a great movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm not talking shit. You know, I, I like I love the Rock. I like him, but like he does choose those shitty movies, like the ones that you're just like, oh, come on, man. But every once in a while, like I'll, I'll pop one on, and it's like surprisingly good. Like CIA, did you ever see that? No. I mean, it's definitely not worth seeing in the theater. <laughs> but now that you can like find it, like uh, you know, an upload of it on YouTube, I'm just like, oh shit, that movie was actually like not bad. I enjoyed it. I bet you if I try to go look for it, I won't be able to find it because that's how fucking Hulu and Netflix work. It's like they do have these mind reading devices on your computer that can just say like, oh, he wants to watch this movie now because he saw it on here for the past three months. Didn't choose to watch it until now. We're going to take it off. He's yeah. not going to be able to watch it. <laughs> that's that's the algorithms, man. They got all this big data. They're basically yeah. fucking mind like magicians readers. in the, the way they're able to do this. And like I'm starting to look at what they're doing and work backwards from that to try to figure out what the <laughs> hell they're finding out. Like I've recently realized that I think Netflix has discovered that people really want to watch like problematic TV shows about high schoolers just doing the most self-destructive behavior possible. Yeah. Because there's like that, there's they're that suicide sexualizing show. the fuck out of kids the, in a lot of these shows yeah. too. I'm noticing that. It's like one. younger. There's like, I think there's one more and then there's, um, they're coming out with one now about like a girl who like, is really fat and then sews her mouth shut and then like gets really skinny and like and then she's like dealing with being all hot now at the school yeah i'm just like what the fuck well i don't know like maybe it's just me because i know that they've been doing that shitty premise yeah but i know they've been doing that with sim forever like with 90210 and these other shows but clearly back in the day at least when i was younger maybe it's because i was younger you could tell that those were like older actors like now some of the movies are so realistic with like the age range like they're pulling it like a lot of, with mm. a lot of indie movies and shows even like uh regular network shows they're having like these very sexual scenes with like really young fucking people like you're like holy shit is that i mean they, <laughs> yeah they're when, obviously when like, like legal but damn when it's, it's like uh you know back in the day when it's like uh dawson's creek or something like that it's like oh okay but everybody looks like they're 35 you know, exactly. It doesn't feel fucking weird, but it's like, oh no, if you sort of look like fourteen, like no, what exactly? The fuck? No, no, yeah. no, 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 fucking next. Jesus Christ! It is very interesting though the new shows that they do come out with like that though. They're it's a very different time, very different time than when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that whole well, the twenty two Jump Street thing. Or was it 21 Jump Street? Like the difference between back like when like those guys were in high school or college or whatever from like when, you know, they went to the high school and that was like kind of the difference. Like he thought oh, like being yeah, a jock yeah. was still fucking badass and you're just like picking on people, you know, attacking the gay kid and calling yeah. him a fag and they're just like, whoa, dude, like what's going on? Like, I mean, that still trips me out that like it's, it's that different. Even at like the same, like for me, like my own high school, checking in with like I, I had friends who had little you know, younger siblings that were still going there, like maybe like six years after I graduated or something like that. And them talking about what it was like there just sounded so fucking different to my whole experience there. Just not even that long before. Right. I don't know. I think it was that like that. Was it that? Did that bullying like anti-bullying campaign that like the whole world was on for like two years, like actually like really take hold and make that much of a difference? I don't know. I might have. Shit. I don't know. I I, I really, I, I just don't even think about high school at all. Like, it's weird for me to drive by my old high school 
like I drive by down like on my way home tonight I'll probably drive by and I'll just be like looking at it like what the fuck is that place that's like yeah cause it's only a quarter are, mile of the way out of the way on your way home those are you like the ruins from an ancient world <laughs> that I've never like in my in my previous life I was a fucking idiot school child and I went and walked the streets of uh, the the halls of Garden Grove High School. <laughs> yeah, man, I like it, it's I, I see my old high school and like there's actually been some renovations now. So it doesn't look like a, you know, straight dump from the 70s, like a straight prison with a moat around it. And yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah. But it's still surrounded by a river of shit. So uh, so the river of shit still the there. river of shit the will moat. never go anywhere. And that's the constant reminder of, uh, you know, of the area. It's, it's a it's a beautiful metaphor that kind of keeps me grounded. It's funny because like my teacher always used to make fun of it. She went to she that was her you know alumni and she um, she was always just saying like it's literally looking like a prison. And then when I was going by it, I'm like, yeah, that. Well, I wonder who the fuck thought to make that. Like, was that a prison before it was a high school? What's well, going on? Well, no, I think there like I think there literally was like some like overlap between like the way that they decided to structure like prisons and education or something like that. I want to say when I've looked back in like the history of things, like they took cues from from each other, and so they kind of do feel a little bit uh, prison like. I don't think that's necessarily the best for education, but hey, the fuck do I know? No, yeah. I don't know. Just a guy who watches way too much TV. Speaking of way too much TV, you probably got like your fucking dose of nerd shit this fucking weekend absolutely nerd overloaded <laughs> yeah. this past weekend at comic-con which was like it was really fun man it's it was funny crazy. how we've missed each other the last couple of years because last year i went and you didn't get to go and then yeah. this year i well i kind of chose not to this time yeah for a different and, I, and i was totally gonna go to that and then like something yeah. last minute they're like hey we need you at comic-con so i'm like oh uh, okay yeah. here we go again what and was it was the- it was brutal though for me because i was doing i was out there with uh with just dance Okay. And so I was dancing for like nine hours a day for four days straight. In the, how, what, what was it like? It was a humid and uh, super fucking hot down there. Well, yeah, outside. Luckily I was, I was posted up at this, uh, there's like this Nintendo, uh, Nintendo lounge that oh. was next to it at the Marriott. Okay. And so it was like nice and air conditioned in there and, and mercifully they were like holding off. Like they were only allowing so many people in. So I never got like overcrowded and it never got like way too hot and uncomfortable, which would have been, I mean, that would have straight killed me. Cause I was like, I was tearing through like two gallons of water like a day yeah, and like, like just fucking chowing down on like four sandwiches and stuff like that. Just to like keep up with all the like, you know, shit that was going on. But I had so much fun. Man. Is just dance like a dance dance revolution type game or what? Like- no, it's like, uh, you know, the, the concept is like you would have like the, the TV, like a big TV, you know, and mm-hmm. then there's a choreography on there and you have a controller in your hand and or, you know, it's like an Xbox connect thing that like follows your motion uh-huh. and you just have to do the same chore- choreography of what's going on on the screen. Oh, OK. But it's not like, you know, you're not like you're moving your feet to like press the buttons or anything. Got you're it. like. It's like a full everything. You've got to like get the whole thing down. Oh my god, it's crazy because we are right there with the VR shit too. Look the oh yeah, oh, we have a Just Dance VR too. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so- actually pretty fucking crazy. Like I I put that on. It was um, what was it? I think it was like I think it was Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. Uh huh. And like I I I you put it on and you're like in like a cathedral and like this whole like really trippy like music video kind of like takes place around you. And where you're looking, you have to like dance with like what she's doing on there. Mm-hmm. And you have like the VR controllers like on your hands and stuff like that. So that's how it tracks you and makes sure that like you're doing the right points and it's scoring you on that basis. Yeah. And then if you're, you know, if you can follow along with Lady Gaga and her choreography, then like you, you know, that's how you do it. 
That's... And it's fucking crazy. So yeah. So I know all of Bad Romance now. <laughs> that would and drive so many me other... nuts just listening to the same song over and over again. <laughs> well, and doing yeah. it over and over again. Yeah. What did you like see the most of? Huh? In terms of uh, characters, people walking around dressed up. Because oh, last year I felt like I saw a billion Ricks and Mortys. Um, yeah, I didn't see. I can't think. I don't think I saw any Rick and Morty, Rick or Ricks or and or Mortys this year. I think, I think maybe saw like one, but it was not nearly like the you know giant ubiquitous ubiquitous thing that it has been in the past. You think that they fell off after the last season? People were just like, yeah, they're not really feeling it as much. Well, I feel like you just can't keep that up. Like I feel like if everybody was that last year, like probably all those people don't want to go as that the next year. You know, um, for me, I, don't know, I you know what I don't know because I didn't really see. I dealt with a lot of like kids because we were like not in the convention center and you didn't need a pass to get in there and so. I didn't see a ton of cosplay when I was walking around. It was like really hard to, uh, it was really hard to like to pick one. It's like, I, I feel like I didn't see a lot of like really deep cuts like usual. I mean, there's just a fuckload of anime characters that I don't know who they are. So I'm like, oh, it's the slutty schoolgirl with the blue hair, like again. So maybe that's the same one. Maybe it's from a different one. I, I have no idea. Nice. But, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was cool, but like I didn't have I didn't do as much exploring this time around just because I was so fucking tired at the end of every day. Yeah, I was like, nope, I'm going straight back to the hotel, getting high and going to bed. Yeah, yeah, because it was like, it was crazy, man. I'm exhausted just thinking about it right now. Like my neck, I'm all rubbing it and shit. Like thinking like back to the years past where I was just in the gallery all day and just like moving stuff around, having to run across the street to get more wine from the, the fucking liquor store. Yeah. And, you know, going through that, the, the back ways of the, the hotel where it's all musty and nasty and fucking just like smells like trash. Yeah. And it was, ugh. yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, it, it was fun though. Cause I, I do love doing it. Like I love playing the game and especially when you do get like a crowd going, you know, when you're like, you're, when you're, when you're just, when you're getting it and there's like 30 or 40 people going on and I'm like, I'm hyping everybody up. I'm like, all right, I like, you know, clapping for them. Like, let's show them some love. Let's like, let's get out there, you know? And then I'm like, I'm going, I'm, I'm dancing with them or like across the screen and stuff like that. And just being able to like improvise, dance around and grab people. Like, you know, people who are like looking, you know, like I catch their eye and like, Oh, I know you want to just like kind of bringing people out of their shell and stuff like that and making sure everybody has a good time. Yeah. And that was like, that's always like super fun for me. So, it was super fun for me to do the same thing, just in a very different manner, except I was really drunk and I got a little too sauced up both nights, but it was amazing and it was awesome. So many well, fucking people. Well, that is your right. Yeah, it was It was great to do the same thing. We played, we played a lot of music, though I don't remember all of what we played. <laughs> I do kind of vaguely remember eating shit up on the rocks while jamming, because mainly because my hip is telling me so <laughs> like i fucking fell and just like smacked it oh. and i woke up the next day like what the hell happened and then i got all these like scratches all over from when we were up on the rocks jamming and as one does stumbled and fell and yeah it was really cool <laughs> um and we had a huge spot to ourselves up in the mountains oh yeah I, i'm really thinking of continuing to do it there but like kind of really trying to focus on getting all of the spots because there's really not that many and mm -hmm. you could get like every single spot oh, taken shit. there you could like take it over you, then, you, yeah you could like literally could have really just be like as loud as you want i would i would actually assume so you know because i i would say that the next the closest thing to you would be a biker bar that's like you know five minute drive down the road but like nobody's okay. there and yeah. i mean the sound 
I, I really don't think you'd have a problem. But I mean, the, the area itself is just that would be fucking really cool. That's cool. That's cool. So it was like a good weekend for it because it wasn't the same weekend as last. No, it wasn't year. the same weekend. It was great. I was a little worried because um, uh, looking at the weather, I typed in like the weather for the Angeles Forest and it was supposed to be like 96 degrees. And I'm oh, like, whoa, like. And I was thinking that's not going to be good. I might have to cancel this or just tell people to show up like late at night and do absolutely like, you know, for us who are there, do absolutely nothing. But then I realized Angeles Forest is a fucking huge place. Mm. So I got more specific and the campgrounds were actually only like 79, 78 oh, sweet. at the high. So and it Fuck was yeah. like by the time I got there, like at 2.30, like I was, you know, thinking it's going to be a bitch to unload all this shit be sweating but nope there was a nice breeze got right to hanging out and chilling and uh we had a couple neighbors walked right up to them in the beginning it was just like look we're gonna be partying we're yeah. gonna be being very loud it's gonna uh, get wild i apologize in advance feel free to come and join us and they were young and they were like cool yeah we're gonna be doing the same thing so it just worked out fuck yeah man yeah that's fucking tight yeah yeah and same spot as last year and everything just even we even got more the other ones down that oh it was so it was the same spot as last year. literally the same spot oh not the same weekend okay just a different weekend but same spot Mm -hmm. yeah nice and and shady and everything oh yeah no that was like a really nice area and it didn't get it didn't get too hot out there man and how many people you have out there um shit you know throughout the whole weekend because people came on Friday and then left a little early and then yeah. more people came out Saturday. I would say all together who showed up, it was definitely at least like 30 to 40. I don't know. I'm bad nice. with like numbers like that. Yeah. But, you know, definitely like 30, I would say all together. Dope. I want to say. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. It, it, was a, it was a big size party. Um, and I was stoked because... Like last year, it seemed like it took a lot longer to get out of there. I don't know why, but this year, uh, everybody was like out super early and I kind of just stayed by myself and mm-hmm. I was like the last one to leave. And I just felt like a certain sense of, of, of clarity, of like peace, you know, like just to be out there. Even though I was like super hungover, I should have been in a lot worse shape just sitting there and just like, you know, kind of like being away from things and people because prior to, you know, going out there and just in recent months i feel like it's been very common with not just myself a lot of other people that just fucking stressed you know for, mm-hmm. for various reasons yeah um and just overworked and like you know the fomo was a very strong thing for a lot of people like wanting to go and be here and do this and do that and it was like at that point when i was sitting there that like i got this I finally got this thing in me where it's like, okay, I got it out of my system and now I'm ready to chill and not, and learn how to just not be upset about not being able to make it to every little thing Mm -hmm. to not have to like worry about, Oh shit, that's this weekend. Like no matter who the lineup is or how many of my friends are doing that, it's not that I don't want to support them obviously, but Mm -hmm. as we talked about before, you know, these things, they can get overwhelming, you know, and you need to just like slow down a little bit and chill out and give yourself some mental, clarity clear some shit out like you're like throwing away some files some yeah, you gotta defragment that hard drive yeah exactly and so that's what you know i drove home and it was just very relaxing and chill but when i got home i actually like rested for a couple hours and woke up and was like you know i'm gonna go to work i went to fucking work i picked up a shift that night i was so hmm. so random i did not expect that made some money the next day i like 
actually cleaned out my whole car, my whole everything, like everything, you know, stuff that would have yeah. taken me months to do outside yeah. of any other festival. And I was like, and, you know, just like clean my room, got my car washed. And I just feel like a hundred pounds lighter than I did a month ago. Dude, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like, I feel like maybe we hang out too much and like our periods are in sync or something like that because <laughs> I did almost the same thing yesterday. I'm telling where you. Where I had a like a strange, like, okay, I'm beat the fuck up and it's been like a long day. I know I like earned some rest, but I've got this like, this clarity, like, you know what? I, I don't want to like give myself that. I don't want to reward myself when I don't feel like I have like really earned it yet. And mm. so I went through and I just completely clean this whole place out yeah just like down to like mop the floors and everything too yeah so I really just deep went through clean. and just deep cleaned like a motherfucker all day yesterday yeah and then when i finally like finished and i was like you know what you just take that that, that good breath and it feels like one that you've that you've earned yeah you know and i always love taking like just like you said like taking advantage of those opportunities like being you know the last one out being yeah. alone in the angeles forest to be able to take that to seize that moment of clarity yeah just to like taking your surroundings and just slow yourself down for a minute and yeah. just like, you know, put the whole routines, all the subroutines that are constantly going on in your head, just put them in sleep mode for a little bit. Yeah. You know? Like actually meditate, yeah. you know, like where you can like, it, it just, it just happens, you yeah. know, like you just fall into sync with it instead of trying to, trying to meditate and still just getting it worse. Cause you're just in your head right there in one spot and you can't really like get out of it. Yeah. But it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And I, and I'm, I'm kind of, in my own way, kind of going through that this weekend too, because I was just like forcing myself to slow down. Well, I did and, the like, same thing. Take the breath. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, okay, I don't need to, like, I'm not, everything is not so urgent that I need to, like, I don't have time to, like, I, I can only take, like, 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 no. Yeah. 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 I did the same thing last week. You know, I did, uh, like, we, we didn't talk about it because we had to take a break since we we're, you know, busy with, Kazulu and Comic-Con, but I spent basically like five days in the last week cleaning my room and people are like, five days? What the fuck? And it's like, yeah, dude, because I did the deep, deep clean. Like, I didn't... I have so much shit, you know? So much stuff yeah. in like, you know, one room and a lot of it I use constantly for like art in the park or different mm -hmm. things and so, you know, it's not necessarily like the bad thing to have all that stuff, but it's just so disorganized because, you know, you just to push things off to the side and like, you know, tuck it away somewhere that it just gets out of the way for a second. But this time I finally went through each day, took everything out, like deep cleaned, like wiped down, fucking, you know, dusted just everything mm -hmm. and got rid of a bunch of papers. I had gone and got, I also handled like, getting the new license, like went to the DMV, got that out of the way, which is something I usually would have just put off and, and mm -hmm. shit. And I finally got it. Like so many things I was able to do, like get my oil changed and like, you know, main, maintain my car and, and just do all these things in a very short amount of time. But it was weird because it just kind of felt seamless as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And once it, once every little thing kept getting done, it just felt like that much more, like almost like, you know, you, you've got these indentations on your back or something, and then they're just kind of like popping. Like they're yeah. just like, no, popping out. Like you're not, you know, I mean, that's a pretty gross metaphor, but I get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like some fucking, <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. Cause like when I feel stressed, it's in my, you know, my back oh, yeah. and my neck, straight up, just straight, back. like tight, you know? And like you're saying, anytime you think of something that is 
that pops into your head, like something that you just remember, like, oh, fuck, I'm supposed to do this. Fuck, I'm supposed to do that. But, you know, then then you get sidetracked because you're just, (laughs) whoa, boom. And then you beat yourself up over it. You're just like, damn, like, I didn't do that thing. Like, fuck, I forgot to do this. And it's just, it just, it compounds on that stuff. Yeah. And for me, a tactic that I've, like, started to employ that has helped me at least stay more on top of that, like, day to day, is to, um, you know, I I got a, uh, like, a task app on my phone that I use uh, kind of a lot, even for every little thing, like, that I kind of, like, even stuff that's, like, so minor, it's like, oh, don't forget to, like, respond to this person's, like, email, you know? Or like, hey, you got to get this done by then or this done by then. And even it's like, oh, like, you know, take the, you know, take this jack to the dry cleaner. You know, little, you know, really not important, um, uh, you know, errands yeah. or, or chores to do. But I, I put them all in there anyway. So I can actually like see them all listed out. So it helps me to like at least remember them because I know, I don't know about you, but I'm constantly like, if I didn't write it down, yeah, I'm like, oh shit, that thing. And then I forget about it like two seconds later until I need to do it the next time. Like, you know, yeah. say taking a DVD back to Redbox, for example. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so like having that there and then once I actually do get on a roll and I look at it and I start going down the list, I'm like, okay. And I just say, fuck it. And I just go and I do one of those things, you yeah. know, and then I cross it off and then I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, I'm feeling good. And I just keep that, that momentum going. And soon I'm like, boom, boom, boom. I can look. I'm like, all right. It doesn't feel like I did, like, otherwise I might normally, might have normally not said that I, you know, did much that day. But when I can look at seven things, even if it's like laundry, clean the room, like do this and do that, like I can have that and I can be like, you know what? I feel good about myself. Like, I feel like I actually have earned my relaxation time, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't, I don't like sit back and get high on the couch at night and watch TV and go to sleep and feel guilty for it. You know, yeah, and being able, I, I think when you do feel guilty about those kinds of things, that like you don't really get the rest that you need. Oh no, to like actually be productive and and you know accomplish the things that you really want to do. Yeah, no way. And so I think I think it is important to just like push through, because you know everybody is a lot stronger than they think they are. Sure. You know to just keep pushing through, and even get those little incremental things done. Yeah. And, and once you do and you earn that rest, you get that more relaxed sleep, you feel better and just like one good, you know, thing begets another. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting better at, at least writing things down at home on a desk, but I'm not one of those people that is very good at like, like for me, it takes that extra level of like thought that adds to the stress to think to go write it down it's like i should go write this down wait what should i write it down on should i write it in my notes should i write it on a piece of paper should i put it in my computer should i email it to myself <laughs> what should i do because i'm not going to look at my notes what if, like how do i do this reminder shit this is a new app fuck i gotta download and sync this to my contacts shit you know it's just like boom so i'm never good at that you know but i'm getting to the point where i need to try that it just takes practice by the you way know, it though, takes just yeah. like pushing <laughs> yeah, through yeah. that idea to keep doing it yeah and and then you you pick it you pick it up quicker than you think you ever would have. By the way, though, the Netflix or the Redbox thing for me wasn't because I forgot. It was just literally because my brain was like, "Should I do? I want to get up and go do that right now." And then like it's like, well, yeah, yeah, do, I don't want to do that right now. It's like yeah, you remember concept. every day. It's just yeah, it, yeah, you have to push through, get your ass up. You know, you know the one thing that's been on this list for such a long time that has still not get done, gotten done. Is for me to return the keg that I got for my Halloween party two years ago. <laughs> what? Yeah, two Halloweens ago. I never returned that keg. 
And so is there like an ongoing charge for this? No, I don't know. It's just a, like I paid a deposit. Got it. But like I have not gotten that deposit back because I have not actually gotten the keg, put it in my trunk, drove down to the keg place, which is like six minutes away. What's the deposit? 30 bucks. Oh, well, at this point, you know. Yeah, no, it's just it's just a thing that's been like hanging on my to-do list, just haunting me like every time. It's just like there. And so that's that, like you know I'm not perfect. I give this advice out. I I don't always follow. It I myself, don't think but that's the I don't think the idea that we should start to continue to to push out there is that people need to be perfect to be able to give their advice though because I think giving oh, well, the advice. Yeah. but I know that's a common that's a thing that like but we were the talking day that about. I do return that keg though yeah. is gonna feel so <laughs> yeah. fucking oh, good. Of course. Like yeah. it, it can be the only thing I do that day, yeah. and yeah. I am going to throw myself a goddamn parade. Absolutely, but what I'm what I'm saying is that like you know people. As we were talking about before, you know, just because somebody does something stupid or like says something fucking stupid doesn't mean that if they say something good, you know, doesn't doesn't mean you should at least like listen to that message. Like fuck the person as much as it is about a message. Now, if a person's like a real big piece of shit or something, obviously you don't really want to listen to him, I'm and that's good. fine. But what I'm what, what I'm saying with this is like we should also instead of telling people like you know to discourage people from listening to good advice such as that because. You might have a messy room. I don't know. I yeah. think like I think that that's you know. But no, that, that's like that. I think that's a perfect segue into a lot of things that are going on right now. You yeah. know, especially it, 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 this idea of uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, this idea of like you know everybody is imperfect. You know, right. so yeah. every message is going to come from an imperfect messenger, mm-hmm. and and I'm seeing this a lot as of lately. Where people are spending a lot of time focusing on the messenger yes. and not so much on the message. And I think that is a huge problem that I think people at least need to be uh, socially aware of when it comes to things. You know, yeah. to look at, at these messages on the merit of, you know, what it is themselves and then consider the context of who's saying it second. And and to you know to take a lot of messages without context, I think is is a slippery slope. And I think it's it's a it's like a societal concept that I think has been. I think people know how to hack it now. You know, especially with you know social media and everything like that going on. It just in the day in the day and age that we live in, that that psychological phenomenon can be hijacked by people. And and my uh, you know my reason for bringing this up is do you, do you hear about what happened to uh, James Gunn last weekend? Mm-mm. Okay, so James Gunn was the director, the writer and director of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one, two, and three. Oh shit! Writer uh, and director. Yeah. Fuck. And uh, he's very very talented dude, very good dude. Also very very outspoken um, critic of Donald Trump and everything that's going on there. Very big activist for. You know, for a lot of, you know, causes that are, you know, a pushback to this administration's uh, policies and stuff. And so um, he uh, he used to be like uh, kind of a provocateur, like comedy guy, like, a, you know, guys that would just say the outrageous shit just to like get a reaction and say sure. something funny, you know, like like a lot of comics are. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was like, you know, 2006 and seven and stuff like that. Right. And so there's some there's some like old tweets out there about him, you know, him joking about like pedophilia and rape and all that kind of shit, you know, like like was pretty, you know, pervasive. Like it was it was around at the time, you know, and, and not to make excuses for that. Like it's it's people make mistakes, you know, it's like yeah. you don't talk about Martin Luther King and, and be like, well, I mean, he cheated on his wife and stuff like that all the time. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. 
Because I hate those people that when nobody, you try to like give like Martin Luther King Day, he was a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. You're like, really, dude? Like, come on. I mean, it's the message behind what we're trying to push out on today rather than like him as a person. At least that's how I always, you know, yeah, take it. Yeah. You know? And there, there is a, there is a like, you know, kind of a, a back and forth, you know, and, and, and holding people to stand. And I know this is going to sound crazy hypocritical and, and know that I hear myself when I'm saying this because this is also like, you know, and I, I've criticized people for, uh, you know, uh, using the same kind of argument to criticize like the Me Too movement and stuff like that. But this one in particular, you know, he he had he he was fired from Guardians of the Galaxy three over the weekend and like banned from the, all the Comic Con panels that he was on, and that's because these like old tweets, uh, you know, surface tweets that he's already acknowledged, um, talked about, and apologized for, but they were brought up again because, uh, you know. It, it was a, uh, it, it, do you know the Pizzagate guy, Mike Cernovich? Um, he, he's, yeah. Yeah. The guy that makes, that says about the, he, he, you know, he just makes up rumors about people and stuff like that. Says everybody's a pe- pedophile. Famously, he, per- he perpetuated the Pizzagate conspiracy, which was where he said that, uh, there was a pizza shop in, uh, in Washington, DC that, you know, Hillary Clinton and a lot of the, uh, you know, elite Democrats were using to run a child sex slave ring out of. And then, you know, he kept saying this over and over again and just accusing people of being pedophiles and, you know, uh, trafficking children. And, you know, he's Alex, you know, one of the Alex Jones types. Mm. And um, but he knows it's bullshit. He knows he's making it up and he acknowledges that he's making it up because he wants to fuck with people, you know, same like Milo. And, uh, you know, somebody went in with an assault rifle and shot up the whole fucking pizza parlor because they wanted to rescue the kids. And then, oh, shock. Uh, it was just a fucking pizza parlor. It wasn't a child sex slavery. Mm. And so... This is what this guy does. It's his MO. And he's done it a bunch of times before. And it's kind of maddening that it still continues to work. In that, like, he's weaponized the, like, that psychological phenomenon and uh, public pressure and stuff like that. Because he gets, he has his followers and he has his, uh, you know, he has a couple of his cohorts that, like, at that level who also have, like, a, a large pool of followers, same like Milo and stuff like that. And they whip everybody up into a frenzy. And they say, oh, look at these tweets. Look at this fucking... And they, they just spin this whole story with out-of-context tweets. Um, and then they, you know, mount a campaign from all of the same people to attack one person. They focus it in. And, uh, you know, and it this time... They, they've, done it, they've done it a bunch of times where it worked and a bunch of times where it hasn't. But this time with James Gunn, it worked, you know. Mm. They, they had, you know, a bunch of people just tweet to Disney like, hey, look at these old tweets that we found from James Gunn in 2000." You know, 2006, like, I'm a concerned mother and I will not have my my children see this and blah, blah, blah. And they caved and they fired and stuff like that. A lot of the shit was made up, you know, mm. and not to excuse the, the tweets because they are, you know, they are bad. They're raunchy. They're they're in poor taste. And they're not very they're not very funny. But, um, you know, that's kind of what's going on. And this happened again yesterday. The same kind of group of people, that, that as they've realized that they can do this, uh, they tried it on Dan Harmon. And so they took an old, uh, like, Channel 101, which was, like, one of his original sketch shows that he did with um, uh, uh, Shrab, Rob Shrab. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, like, they took one sketch out of context that was, like, pretty raunchy. And it was, like, it was ironic almost, you know? It's like if you took one scene from Rick and Morty that was about, like... Uh, like if you, like where Morty's like getting molested by like the the guy in the the Candyland 
episode yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like if you took just that scene, you know, and you pulled it out and you said, look, what the fuck is this? You know, and you're, and you're trying to get them. Yeah. You tried to get him fired for yeah. making that cartoon. Yeah. You know, that's kind of, that's what they do. Yeah. And that's because Dan fucking hates Donald Trump. And he's been an outspoken activist against him. Yeah. And that's where a lot of this is coming back from is that these people are these, you know, you know, neocon like this, this, this is the alt-right. This is who we talk about when we talk about the alt-right. And so they've been doing this to kind of weaponize, uh, you know, these group movements and put public pressure on people and they can do it from an anonymous standpoint and they can kind of like make up how intense these things are. And so it's been a, uh, it's been a frustrating week for so many reasons but that one in particular i think kind of really does uh it's at least it's a good segue from the last topic to this one right here yeah how people well yeah you know, it's we're just in a new age where you know people we have all of this like shit that's changing constantly you know and something like that being dug up uh you know it if like you're saying they take it out of context but you could just put it out there and create some sort of an outrage um and it's like you're you're right. It's not to excuse, especially sexual misconduct. You know things that people have done that have they're coming out and being accused now. It's definitely not to excuse any of that. Uh, that's absolutely certainly more of a thing too than you know somebody tweeting a bad joke. There's there's about no something. there's no rule that we yeah. can set that says oh yeah. this is always okay and this is not. Context right. is always going to be important. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you know how people can go and do that, but I think that it is the time that we're living in because people. I mean, before the reason why this didn't really happen as much maybe is because it's just so easy for people to get their shit and like they can just go out there and put it out there themselves now so easily. Like mm -hmm. you can record music easier than you've ever been able to do it before. You can make shows in your fucking home and just, you know, send it out there and broadcast it and get a following overnight mm -hmm. of all of these people and just, you know, make stuff up and you don't have, you know, anybody authority, like, you know, any sort of authority really over you being like, Oh no, you can't do that. You can't put that out there. Mm -hmm. Not to say that that would really help or that it always does help, but it's just a, it's a crazy time because that's how you can easily get people stirred up in, in a frenzy. And if they're stirred up in this frenzy over here, these people are like, what's going on? Wait, what? And then you got these people over here that are like, look at them. They're over there stirring up a frenzy for no reason because of this. And then they create this frenzy over here because they're like, fuck, look at all these guys are fucking going around and believing this and that. It's like a South Park episode. Yeah. Everybody's just like, what's going on? What the fuck? Everybody just starts barking at each other and Randy Marshall. Yeah. When, when, <laughs> like in, in reality, it's like, hey, these two groups actually agree with each other, but you know, they won't stop the tantrums there for long enough to like actually, you know, or to actually like stop and question uh, you know, the context of the message that they're receiving. Or, you know, do a little follow up to see if like, hey, is this what you actually uh what you actually feel and believe? And it's just it it's it's pissing me off in particular this week, you know, because it's like it annoys me enough to when, uh, you know, the outrage culture that we're in, where things are, you know, trying to get banned immediately and stuff like that. Mm. You know, when we talk about like pop culture and things like that, where people mm. are like, oh, you can't say that. Like a lot of the, you know, the the PC culture, as it's, oh, you know, okay. often uh, as it's often referred to, you know, and they're like, oh, you can't say that, you can't do that, and then you can't joke about that and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I think that that like goes way too far in one direction, you know, and I yeah. think. Uh, I think, you know, maybe people should have stood their ground. Uh, it, I mean, who the fuck am I? You know, who do like, I know? Like, like what, if, give me an example of what you mean, like. Uh, like, you know, like uh, Al Franken. Actually, fuck, that's another example from the same 
fucking group of douchebags. Yeah. It's literally like the same guy yeah. is like doing all these things to try to get, uh, you know, critics of the president uh, fired or out of power, uh-huh. you know, to kind of like reverse so- social engineer these and things. And that's that- why this one in particular makes me mad yeah. because it's like they're not actually offended. Yeah. They're not actually mad. Yeah. They just want this person fucking gone. And they've explicitly said so. And it just makes me mad that it actually works because this is all documented. You yeah. can go back and you can read his like Twitter profile. Yeah. You can read things. You can watch videos of him talking about his plan to get this person fired by drumming up fake outrage. Yet it still works, even though there is out like even though there is evidence to the fact that hey, this was all started <laughs> by somebody who yeah. doesn't actually give a shit. You well, know, it's like the one of the that goes along with one of the many faults of our legal system. Or <laughs> you know how you can just know that somebody's guilty of something, but. If you could find a loophole, you know, or something in the law or you just get away with it, you know, it happens. And that's what's like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, we need to rewrite a bunch of shit. But people like don't really like the idea of rewriting things that have been around for a long time. Mm. They think that, hey, that's the way we've always done it. This was, the, you know, yeah. the Constitution. It's like, it's where like- in the history of man? Kind. Has there ever been one thing that has just always been the thing, you know, the thing that we follow forever, you know, in terms of law or yeah. society, you know, things as, as we change, we have to fucking change rules and, and things in the ways that we live by. Like, you know, we fucking it's society just, is fluid. Like life is fluid. Yeah. You know, there's nothing that can be so rigid and and not have any kind of exceptions to it, you know. Yeah. There, 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 there should be more oversight for stuff like that. And I think there's, there's just, there's too much faith in like these systems that are set up that are kind of just, they're flimsy at best. You yeah. know, so much, so much of what, of our society kind of is, you know, a house of cards. Well, this is why I like to question just about everything though, because even alongside that though, there are still so many people that fall into these ways or these systems and then get so stuck in them without even realizing it over time. Mm-hmm. you know and become such a thing where they just fall into a side of things and then at a certain point regardless they just stop listening to you know are they actually stop listening and trying to think about it as much as they are just trying to blindly follow something and that's why i think it's very important to always encourage to just always ask every fucking question that needs to be fucking asked because mm-hmm. everything has context you know and not everything is the same it's circumstantial everything is circumstantial you know generally speaking even if we do tend to you know see that there are patterns that exist that does not mean we should you know blindly go and try to assume what it that it was that way just because it's happened this many times here before Mm -hmm. it might be fucking right Mm -hmm. you know but we'll get to that we'll figure out if it's right and if it's right or wrong you know if something was real then fucking then take that action but you can't just fucking say oh you know this is probably this way just because it's happened a bunch of times before. Well, like you said, you might be right. I, I think into I think to bring everything kind of full circle, I think it is also kind of taking advantage of, uh, you know, of the human condition and of the like natural processes that we want to be into. In that, like, we do look for shortcuts always, yeah, mentally, physically, and that is, you know, a routine is your shortcut. You know, a you know, not cleaning your room that's kind of like your shortcut. You know not wanting to stop and take a breath and not wanting to do these things, not wanting to uh, run that one errand that, you know, it only take like five minutes, but you still don't want to do it because you you don't want to push through there. And that's the same thing as putting in that extra, 
that little bit of extra energy to try to understand maybe yeah. uh, you know another point of view or just or just do what it takes to you know accomplish whatever goal that is it really did bring it around full circle there because it it is exactly like that you know taking those shortcuts in the long run does not pay off yeah it it, fucks you up the butt it it fucks and it's not just you you kind of fuck a lot of people up yeah Uh, you know there's a lot of butts that are you know yeah your it's like uh, your apathy (laughs) is the metaphorical uh, fi- okay, I don't know where this metaphor is going. But anyway, nasty shit to everybody at the party. <laughs> exactly. You know, you will ruin the orgy yeah. if you don't take the time to. Uh, that was actually know. in a TV show. Did you ever watch Put that high maintenance on. show or something like that? That was no. high maintenance, the HBO show. I was watching it on Hulu, and there's like a part of that where they're like these swingers, and like they realize that they jump to a different scene where like these two swingers find out that they like just got fucking, you know, the clap and they have to go and tell their whole like orgy group of friends that like, yo, Oh, we we got the clap. Y'all probably (laughs) have the clap too. They're like, what? You know, is this fucking, they're all pissed off. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, shout out to Aldous Snow. Aldous Snow. Is that one of his songs? Yeah. Which from get him to the Greek yeah. or what is it? How you does got it? the clap. Oh, I got the clap. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I, I think part of me is like meshing that a little bit with uh, the Ramones in my head. Yeah, you but were like, doing. Gina, yeah, no, Gina did, is a punk did, rocker. Did, yeah, mm-hmm. I did turn into Genie's a punk rocker, and I caught myself about halfway through, and I'm like, wait, fuck, how does it go? Whatever. There was a song with the clap. It's called. Okay, the clap. Yeah. I was like, are you doing the Ramones? And then he right goes, now? he's like, oh yeah, it's a clap. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. So what uh, else happened at Comic Con? Anything that uh, new coming out from movies or honestly nothing nothing really jumped out at me you yeah. know because I I would I was able to get a pass and I was able to like walk around in there and so I looked at the whole <laughs> schedule never mind <laughs> never mind what's going on over here <laughs> shut up Frankie <laughs> <laughs> she's oh like, she's what? so sketched out right she's now like what's up with that cat just go hide in your corner yeah uh, yeah I know I was looking around a lot of a lot of stuff I'm just like none of this stuff looks all that like exciting or interesting you know nothing really jumps out at me is like ah that's the thing i gotta see but then again i don't remember like the last thing that like i was really actually no the last thing i was like everything kind of came out you know that i was like really pumped for which was this year would have been like infinity war which was like the thing that i've been waiting for for like 10 years and as far as my nerdy shit goes like i'm I'm, i i feel like i'm a nerd and then i go to comic-con and realize like oh okay like my nerd scope is sort of myopic in that like (laughs) i don't I, I know Marvel comics and video games really well, and I don't really know anything else. But that there's well. so many different things. Like there's like anime is like its whole thing in itself, and you could tell the people that go there that are kind of like that's their shit, you know. Yeah. And then there's people with the traditional superheroes, and they're just like really all about that. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a lot of just gamer people, and then there's just like there's just random there's that just, just pop like culture ev- people who yeah people stuff. that just like everything. They're just there to try to like just see it all. And there's no wrong way to do it. You no. Know? But it's, but it's like, you know, oh, like, I, I can't muster up excitement for, like, a Walking Dead panel, you know? Yeah. Or, like, oh, cool, like... I'm not a fan of the Walking Dead. The Aquaman trailer is out. That's cool. Like, I, I just I can't get myself excited for, for DC DC stuff anything. is hard anymore. Other than past... It's the not Christopher, Yeah, well, past, uh, you know, the Dark Knight. Christopher and, Nolan was the only one that did good things. Yeah. I, I saw that there was a... Um, was it, like, a... Oh god! See, it, it, it's like a Teen Titans thing, and I don't know much about who that is. But it was like they did like a dark one. It's like a gritty, like real one. Mm. I remember it was like like I. 
it's just the meme that I've seen was like somebody was like uh, in in the trailer like Robin goes like well fuck Batman you know uh-huh. or maybe it's Nightwing I don't, see I don't even know who's on the fucking yeah. Teen Titans but like I remember that was kind of great I'm like oh that could be interesting but speaking of dark uh, shit this is not related but it's called Dark Tourism check it out it's a show a documentary show on Netflix I was watching yesterday fucking trippy I don't know like how real it is or or what but it's this guy that goes around and he like goes to these places that have like dark scary shit as like touristic things he's like um he goes to like how do you say it Medellin 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 in in Colombia yeah and he takes this tour with one of Pablo uh Pablo Escobar's ex like number one hitman and the weirdest thing is like okay they got this guy on tv like apparently he like he's like straight up admitting to people how many like people he's killed like over 250 people he says like just point blank just shot and whatever and apparently he's already done his time for that there because he's out and gives tours as an actor like a youtube actor that like takes people through like the different spots Mm -hmm. that they did shit and he like reenacts like murders that he did and shit damn and so the guy like that's on this thing with him uh, the the host i forget his name david something uh he's just he's like this british guy that's just like he does really good. He's like, he goes out there to these places, asks questions, but you could tell he's just like so uncomfortable because he's like talking to the, the ex hitman and he's just like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he's like laughing and cheering. It's almost like, like this guy like doesn't really like feel remorse for this at all. Like doesn't like, hasn't learned any lesson from him. And so he's like kind of like joking even like about like how he killed somebody or did something. And the guy's like, uh, I don't really think it's funny. You're talking about killing people or chopping them up into pieces. It's not really funny. And then you just see the guy look at him. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Is this going to be like one of those episodes? Remember that cheaters episode or whatever, where the guy got stabbed, you know, like reality TV show, what gone wrong? I, like this guy would just turn around just fucking shoot him you know what i mean like, i don't think f- i i don't think i've seen that one you didn't see that cheaters one it's a classic no. one from cheaters where like they were on a boat <laughs> and this guy got stabbed because Shit. yeah like the, the, i believe the, that the cheater went fucking crazy yeah, you, okay did you ever watch secretos no it was the mexican version of cheaters no or was shit like that would happen all the time it was fucking oh crazy yeah that's yeah. that's I, that shit I, was wild they'll be slapping Man, but no i think i know exactly what you mean like have you ever seen the documentary the act of killing uh no oh my god that's one of my favorite documentaries of all time no because it, it's about like uh oh it, shit i want to say they're in malaysia yeah i want to say they're like it's like they these guys go to malaysia and they talk to like people who are in the malaysian government and there was like a really fucked up bloody like coup in like the 70s or 80s and there's like this massive like you know uh like rebel army kind of came through and just murdered raped like the like the worst shit that you could think of that's going on in like a third world country you know and just took over the government like you know bloodily mm-hmm. and and it's exactly what you're talking about like they're talking to these guys about what they did and they're laughing and they're talking about you know oh the 300 people they killed and stuff like that and what they would do to him well dude there were people so, like that back in the marines and shit too like when they talked yeah, about the killing Mila charlie and shit, and shit. And yeah no, no that's like yeah we did that shit too but like this one was particularly crazy because they went over there and they said like okay what we're doing is we're making we're making a document we're making a movie for you guys about how you guys came into power it's like about your heroics and your exploits but they were going to play the the victims you know the people who are in power the people who did this they were going to play the other side of it and they had actors come in and play them who they were 
and throughout the whole documentary they go through and they they actually like not like they kind of do to them and they kind of show them like what it was like and what it felt like and and you see throughout the documentary like the realization and like the fear like when they were put into these moments even when they weren't real and they knew they weren't real like when they put into the situation they go like oh oh shit and like by the by like by the end when like the full weight of what they have done had like finally like crashes down on them it's just like it's one of the most powerful things i've ever seen to like Whoa. watch that go down wow. it's fucking unreal man so I highly recommend that that's on netflix i believe right now yeah that's kind of a similar another thing that he does in the dark tourism thing is kind of like that but except it, it goes in it's it's actually a thing to discourage migrants from trying to cross the border um you know uh and and trying to sneak in with coyotes and stuff because this actual service is or this actual tour that people sign up for is they go and go through the whole experience of what it's supposed to be like to sneak into the U.S. from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so they go with like this, like they call him the commander, mm-hmm. which is basically like the coyote, if you will, yeah. that like guides them or takes them. But it's, it is staged, but it's supposed to be like extremely real. They get rough with you and they like you, they get like at one point they get robbed. Like they, they get robbed by these other people on their way over there of all of their stuff Mm -hmm. and then they keep going and then like the you know the border patrol actually ends up coming and like arresting them and these people are like all freaking out and like they put them through that experience um and i guess the government encourages that to prevent uh you know people from trying to do that yeah but it was just weird that people like that's a thing you know you could go do that and so I definitely want to watch more of that show as well. And I'll have to check out the one you were just saying, but it's called Dark Tourism. That's that sounds like a trip, man. Yeah. So Dark Tourism, the act of killing. And then and then to to follow that up with the trifecta, once you're done with those two, definitely check out uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's Who is America? I saw the Holy like, shit. I, <laughs> I saw, I, little I saw bits the first of episode. That. It's fucking crazy, man. And then what was that guy trying to go back and say later on? Like, he's like, oh, I, I didn't mean that. I was, you know, being deceived. I was on television and like trying <laughs> yeah. to like say, like, you know, they were trying to get me to say certain stuff. It's like, well, you fucking said it, dude. Well, like, I, I love that he, like, he left in the one where he went to that, that, uh, that congressman. He's like, so you want me to say that I support children at the age of from ages four to 12 having guns in the classroom and you want me to endorse a group that i've never heard of until just now and he's like yes and he's like what the fuck is wrong with you and then it cuts to like seven different congressmen who just were fucking going along with it including our congressman from right here dana rohrbacher <laughs> he is number two in there oh, talking really? about how he supports the kindergartens program that uh you know teaches guardians that's what it was that's so funny <laughs> that teaches kids ages 4 to 12 how to use a firearm and protect their classroom from school shooters yes that's right Hampton Beach. <laughs> this is who you've elected to congress for the last 30 fucking years so i could not have been more happy that he went out and just fucking embarrassed the guy He's like so that. good. He is so. He's always been like you so. Know, it's fucking crazy. Good. Is that like yeah? He is good, but like he's also not that good. In that like it's not that convincing to anybody who's like there and watching it. Yet they still fucking go along with it, and he's still just like he keeps pushing it and keeps pushing it and keeps pushing it, and nobody 
Nobody questions him. I don't know, man. Like when he did Borat, that was well, so like yeah, holy in shit. In this one in particular, I'm yeah. talking about. I didn't yeah. see it. I haven't seen it. But with Borat, oh, yeah. remember when he went to the fucking yeah. uh, when he went to the fucking <laughs> that that what was it the cow uh, the the rodeo, the rodeo and shit. Yeah. And he's like doing the national anthem and getting all those fucking people pissed off at him. Yeah. Or like when I I just it's balls, basically another the, series of that directed straight at like you know Capitol Hill. And I could not be more excited for like the rest of the season here. But yeah, it was fucking, it was nuts, man. It, it's, it was, it was, yeah, it feels like vindication every time. Cause, because this, this fucking douchebag, Rohrbacher, he's been hiding, you know, he basically doesn't go out, doesn't do public appearances, doesn't really make many statements and stuff like that. He's just trying to chill. And, and he's, and he's been doing that because up until this year, Nobody really gave that much of a shit about who their congressman was, you know, mm. especially not in this city. And so the winning strategy for him is just be like, hey, do nothing. Keep my giant donors happy and like don't make appearances. Don't, you know, go on TV. Don't do debates and shit like that. And so to actually see him pop up by getting tricked by Sacha Baron Cohen into backing the kindergartens program was just so fucking satisfying, man. <laughs> kindergartens. Kindergartens. Yeah, they had. <laughs> he looks like. In that one, from what I saw his face, he just kind of looks like a beat up like UFC ex UFC fighter. Or he's Marine, supposed to be like a, a Marine or something like that. No, he's supposed to be like a former IDF like specialist. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he's 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 full Israeli like with the accent and everything like that. Mm. And he's like, this is you know this is this is what we're doing in you know in Israel to like get our kids ready. And they're just like, oh shit, man, that's a great idea. We should be doing that in America, like all of them. I'm like, <laughs> what? And he'll and he'll drop shit like he, he says like you know oh my son was one of the first you know one of the first participants in the program may he rest in peace I and then he'll just like keep on talking they don't fucking stop to question that be like what what yeah so I don't know man I don't know it's a fucking crazy times crazy times but there there is some uh, you know some so satisfying it came out, it's art on Netflix already out. too no I. I I stole that shit. E, yeah. E, it's on Showtime. You got it. It's on Showtime. Yeah. You can get from your cable provider for just an easy $45 a month. So. For the privilege of seeing smash hit shows like Ray Donovan and uh, 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 fucking episodes with Matt LeBlanc. So anybody listening to this. <laughs> you know, know, all those classics everybody loves. Anybody listening to this will know now that it is my birthday today. Um, That's right. Happy because this is the day because we record it whenever you listen to it at home. Yes, kids. That's exactly. right. This is happening live. So happy birthday. We're doing it live. But so it is my birthday, <laughs> but it's also the day that Mercury retrograde starts again. Oh, and tomorrow fuck. is the blood full, full moon lunar eclipse. Dude. And my... Our Ash, periods are insane. My natal chart, my sun, my moon, and my Mars, which is the most affected by this blood moon, are all in Leo. I'm like a fucking Damn. flaming lion coming out and just can you fucking like, raging. Can you like sh- It just sounded like I described a gay lion. <laughs> like yeah. a fucking gay lion. Just a flaming lion just coming out raging. Just like, like roar. And you but can catch it's supposed at, to be some sort of significant shit. You can shit. catch him at downtown Long Beach this yeah. weekend. Going, going after people going, rah. Yeah, exactly. 
I, I, I was my planning natal on going charts to, are I was all planning. aligned for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was planning on going to Love Long Beach on Sunday. <laughs> Bump I can't make it on on Saturday, uh, but anybody who is going to be in the area for Saturday should go to Love Long Beach. Check out all of our friends doing. Uh, it's like a ridiculous amount of our friends performing at Love Long Beach this this yeah, Saturday. It's really crazy. It's like some, somehow our group, like we just took over that festival. Yeah. At I, some point. It, I look at the lineup. I'm like, oh shit. Half those people have been on this show before. Yeah. That's crazy. Like last year there was a decent amount of them and now it's like a, a, it's and now pretty it's much like, a complete takeover. Now Kevin's headlining. Like yeah. that's fucking crazy, man. That is insane. And and then we have Bass Waffles on Sunday night. Nice. So, you know, I... I just realized, like, I thought it's, I thought we'd only been doing, we'd only been going for like 30 minutes. And I just realized, like, oh, it stopped. I stopped following, like, the, the ticker that shows me how long it's been. And I'm like, oh, no. I just looked over. I'm like, oh, wait, no, just kidding. Wrong one. It's been an hour. Okay. Yeah. Well, there we go. This usually happens. So, yeah. No, I'm saying that was good timing with all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a natural thing. It's like waking up every morning at the same time without an alarm clock that's what it is it's our circadian rhythms are in sync the circadian rhythm our periods are in sync yes and we just we we are sim, simpa, simpatico hombre simpatico it's symbiotic um that's what's up uh well yeah anyway no i think that was the plugs right yeah I think that <laughs> we're was gonna talk about love long beach next weekend and then and then i yeah, i don't think we uh got much else but we got other shows lined up that we'll be recording and so, launch in the next few weeks so we're getting excited about those yeah where and, can they find you at oh well you know what people you guys can find me at phil nobody cares on twitter where if you want to uh stay woke you know trust me i will help you do that because i am constantly on there making sure everybody knows what's what or you can uh, find me on instagram at uh nobody cares phil and that is, uh, I've been using, you know what? I've been getting into stories a lot since I got this new phone. I got this Galaxy S9. I fucking love it. And it actually like works when like I open, you know, Instagram and like I want to, you know, share shit and do stuff and take pictures and get it all there. And like all the, you know, the like photo editing stuff that like I can use, like actually works on this phone. I've like never had that before. Like a phone that could process shit. Right. So it's been dope. And I've actually been using, you know, Instagram and shit like that a lot more. So, yeah, go ahead, check me out. Nobody cares, Phil. And go. while you're at it, make sure you go ahead and follow us at Let It Bleedcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And go ahead and mash that subscribe button like a bunch of times. And then go out and steal people's phones. Yeah. That's right. Somebody leaves a phone around you, I give you full permission to take that shit. Go on to their podcast app, subscribe to it, download every episode. And then put it back. Yeah. All right. It's it's like a, it's train. It's a good deed. It's like a Robin Hood kind of thing. So like follow a, us, like us, and Phil if you want to stay woke, and follow me at Hoodrat Stuff if you want to stay broke. And that's what's up. Psychedelic Lions Den. Psychedelic underscore Lions underscore Den. Follow all of my artist friends and stay up to date with all the art in the parks that we got coming up. And I think that's just about it. Thanks for tuning in to our our latest episode and as always let it bleed